Welcome to the OT lifestyle movement. This is for the occupational therapy visionaries and the ones who see things differently. We're moving our profession forward through living and leading a truly holistic lifestyle. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the OT lifestyle movement podcast. I'm Rhiannon Crisp, occupational therapist, personal trainer, and founder of otlifestylemovement.com. Welcome, guys. Hello. How are you? Today, we're talking about being a goal setter and a go-getter and achieving your wild, crazy, big, audacious goals. And also how this is going to relate to the goals that you set with your clients as well, because, you know, this is the topic of goal setting and whether it relates to us or to our clients, it's all relevant. I'm a big lover of goals. I'm a dreamer and a doer, and I'm really interested in my own personal growth. And I'm interested in pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. And this has been, this has been for quite some time now. I've always set little goals for myself and they've kind of just got bigger and bigger and bolder and bolder. Um, you know, back in the day, it would be to do a sprint triathlon or to run half marathon or, you know, a few years ago, another personal goal that I set for myself in a really short time frame in six weeks, actually, because someone recommended and said that I should do it was um, do a bodybuilding competition. So be one of those fitness people standing up on stage in my bikinis and it seemed really good at the time and I thought you know why not I'm going to do this there's not a lot of time but you know I was living up in Catherine in the middle of nowhere I thought no one's going to know me it doesn't matter I just didn't have any worries or concerns or um, inhibitions and so I did that and my goal was obviously to win that comp and I did I have had heaps of goals from starting this podcast to creating my own OT private practice and the birth of the OT lifestyle movement um, to creating successful summits, online ways of generating an income but also reaching a much bigger audience and supporting way more people than what I would be able to locally So I've always had different things that I have been working towards in my life and some are small and personal and some are big and crazy and bold, but um, they've all challenged me in some way and they've all been around either following my passion or doing meaningful work doing work that matters to me and I think goals are fabulous because they keep us on track and if you speak to any of the really successful high achievers like Oprah or Richard Branson or Tony Robbins they all recommend goal setting and you know obviously goal setting is a very important part of the therapy process as well But something that I've recently realised over the last year is that, you know, I think we've been so conditioned and pre-programmed to believe that we need to be setting these SMART goals. These SMART goals have been drilled into us. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely. And it has to fit this criteria. 
And the funny thing is that I realized that the goals that I set for myself aren't necessarily smart goals. So I've had all these goals that I've been setting for myself over the years. Some have been timely, some haven't, some have been measured, some haven't, some have been realistic and some haven't. (laughs) Um, And that bodybuilding one definitely fits into that one, considering the lack of training that I did. Um, But, you know, I think we need to reassess this too when we're working with our clients. Should we be setting SMART goals for them as well? Or is there another way of looking at it? Because what we need to realise is that, you know, life is fluid, life is dynamic, things get in the way, life is messy. And sometimes setting SMART goals doesn't always work. And something that I saw that Jen Gash posted in a slideshow that she created, actually, Jen is from London. She's an occupational therapist who is incredible and a total mentor of mine from a distance, um, is that only 25% of people are people that actually work well with smart goal setting. (laughs) What? Hold up. You know, 25% of people only work well with this kind of goal setting. And so she shared that there are four different kinds of people and four different kinds of goal setters. So one of them is the people that do well with the SMART goals and they're objective-oriented planning people. Another one is direction planning. So these are people that have a vision and a direction but move forward without targets. Now, this is me in many sense, and I think I sometimes switch between what kind of goal setter I am. But a lot of the times I will have a big vision and I'll have direction, but I'm moving forward without real specific targets because a lot of the things that I do have creativity in the process, like they're creative goals and my goals evolve They emerge over time. They're not necessarily stuck in stone and this is what I'm trying to achieve. So um, a lot of the time I'm in this direction planning space where I have a vision and there's direction and momentum, but I don't have specific targets. For example, at the moment I am creating a documentary. This is one of my goals. This is a very creative process. This is something I've never done before and I'm doing the whole thing by myself. I'll be filming it. I'll be doing the storyline. I will be interviewing. I'll be editing. I'll be creating, marketing, everything. Um, So what I've done is I have taken steps and actions towards this, but I don't have specific targets on exactly what I'm achieving right yet in terms of when it's going to be completed, how many um, I want to sell, anything like that. It's just, it's a creative passion project for me. And sometimes putting constraints and um, having these targets can feel constraining. So yeah, it's very much creative for me. Then there is another type. This is the task planners. These are people who respond to short-term tasks. The fourth type is the (laughs) non-planner. So maybe some of you can relate to this. 
or you know clients who are the non-planners. And these are the people that are sort of like, whatever will be, will be. And I know people in my life who are like that. Whatever will be, will be, you know. Let's just go with the flow, see what happens. Um, So just taking this into mind when we're setting our goals so we know what works for our clients and we know how to approach our work with them. Um, Something interesting that Oprah talks a lot about is intention. And intention is at the heart of every decision we make. Everything happens in accordance with how we think and the choices that we make. Now, I love this because I think this really resonates with me, this intention. So when we're goal setting, think about the intention behind it. What 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 is it we're doing and why is it that we're doing it? I think that why piece is fundamental because if we can attach to that why, if we know our why, it brings greater purpose to our mission. It brings greater purpose for us to achieve that goal because it's meaningful, it's purposeful. Um, And the same is with our clients, ensuring that whatever the goals we set with our clients, not for our clients, that it's got meaning and purpose behind it. It takes two things to achieve our goals. The first thing is habit change. And the second thing is motivation. We need to have both of those. It's this beautiful combination of the both that leads us in the direction of our goals and our dreams and our desires. So the habit change is looking at our behaviours. Are we we tweaking our rituals and routines in favour of the goal that we want to achieve? And are we motivated enough? And that motivation, again, comes back to our why. It comes back to purpose. It comes back to meaning. And if we have that, then we will be motivated enough to take that step, take those habit changes that we need to implement into our life to make it happen. There are different ways that we can set our goals. We can write them down on paper in a journal. We can say our goals out loud and record them. We can create a vision board. There's heaps of different ways that we can do it. What works for you? Are you visual? Are you an auditory processor? Do you prefer writing it down? What works for you and what's going to stick? For me, I've done a bit of everything. So with one of my goals, I remember very clearly in 2019, in January, I set my intentions for the year. And one of the one of my intentions was to create a summit, an online summit, and have 500 people attend that. So what I did on the 5th of January, and I still remember the date because I still have the voice memo saved in my phone, was that I would have these 500 people attend. And I set it as a manifestation. I said, I have 500 people who have attended my summit. And I said it as if it had already happened. And I put this out into the universe. But manifestation and saying this alone doesn't work. You need to take massive action. So I took massive action. I believed it would happen. And it did. And I actually 
had more than 500 people attend this summit. So saying it worked for me because I would listen to it again and again and again. I'd play it again a few times a week just to listen to it. Ideally, every morning, you know, if this was a big goal of yours and you're working towards it, you would play it every morning that you wake up and you'd be like, okay, this is my intention. Ground yourself in that and work towards that. You need to take action. It comes back to one occupation at a time. So my current goal is to create a documentary, like I said. So I am taking those small steps. It's that one occupation at a time. I have never created a documentary before. I have no idea really what I'm doing. But, hey, it's a big, audacious, crazy, bold goal of mine. I have recently spent some time watching documentaries and analysing how they're created and edited. I have conducted my interviews. I've come up with a basic storyline. I've researched a little bit more into the space. I haven't set a deadline, actually. I'm in this creative process and I'm not rushing the creativity. There's no deadline that has to be imposed on me for this, so I don't feel like it's necessary for me to set one. I can set one. And I did have a general idea of when I wanted it to be out, but I'm not sure that that is possible. With all my other priorities in my life, getting this documentary out on a specific date isn't priority. So it comes back to prioritisation too. You know, I want to spend time with my family and not just, you know, be totally consumed with creating this documentary on top of my full-time hours in my in my business that I'm doing. So um, this isn't taking that priority. Um, And I don't think deadlines are super important for everything. Sometimes that can stress you out even more. But having a rough idea might help and it might help with keeping on track. And, again, this is important when we're thinking about our clients. You know, if I'm not pushing myself to achieve a certain thing on a deadline, is it necessary for us to be imposing strict deadlines on things? And I think about this too when I think about kids that I work with. We can't rush development. We can't leapfrog stages of progression. We have to work through everything with them. And sometimes the process takes longer than expected or longer than the evidence shows. And that's okay. Just be with that. Just be with that process. Um, so in terms of reflecting on what we've gone through so far, I just want to remind you that there are a lot of different ways to achieving your goals. Go for gold. Don't, don't hold back. You know, don't be scared of failure. I failed a million times and I get back up again. It's having that resilience, that grit to go, you know what? Yeah, I yeah, I fell flat on my face this time. But it's that audacity to get back up again and to say, I'm going to try again. I'm going to keep going until I achieve what it is that I want to achieve. Um, and to do hard things, do hard things. So how do we achieve our goals? We need to make sure they are personally relevant, that they are meaningful and ways that we can help us on this journey is sometimes tell a friend. 
share your goal with someone else to make you accountable, just like your client is sharing their goal with us. It's this accountability and this can be a really beautiful, powerful thing to have. Visualize yourself achieving the goal and you can do this with your client as well, visualization and review the goal. Have a look. Is it still meaningful? Are we on the right track? What do we need to change? Um, Goals don't have to be linear. Life is messy and things pop up. You can redirect goals. And remember that goals can be emergent. We grow and we evolve and our goals have to reflect that as well, just as they do in the therapy process. So don't feel like goals have to be set in stone. Find what works and go from there. See you guys. That's it, guys. I hope this episode resonated with you. But more importantly, I hope it inspires you to take action. If you hang out over on Instagram, come over and say hi. Let's connect. I'm at Rhiannon Chris. And we'd absolutely love your radiant energy in our Facebook group family. You can find us simply by searching the OT Lifestyle Movement in Facebook. If you love this episode, I'd be super grateful if you shared it. You can take a screenshot right now and share it on Instagram or Facebook so we can connect with more amazing, open-minded OTs from around the world. And if you are sharing it on Instagram, make sure you tag me at Rhiannon and Chris so I can share it on my platforms as well. The more we share the OT lifestyle movement, the more we can create a ripple effect. And if you do love the podcast, please give us a five-star review so we can be found more easily. So that's it, guys. Go out, create the epic change that you seek in the world, one occupation at a time. Carpe diem, guys.